All right, welcome Come on, back. Tally Man. No. <laughs> tally Me Banana. Tally Banana Man. <laughs> tally Me Banana. This is how we're going to start. Yep. This is how tally, we're going to start. Tally Me Banana. banana Great. All right, right off the mm. gate. He's yeah. Captain yeah. Banana. <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back. And uh, let's go ahead and, Paul, what? give us an update on what's been uh, going on with your projects a whole lot of yeah, what is going on with nothing man nothing absolutely nothing i bought it i bought a cam shaft i did buy Woo. that i He's all um, about the shafts today i love shafts you know um this one is a light silver shaft i'm gonna take my black shaft out because i have a black magic shaft i'm gonna take that out of the engine i'm gonna put the silver shaft in okay it's yeah. a little smaller not so big. <laughs> the other one was too big. Just too big. And I like a smaller shaft yeah, than, a, than a bigger shaft. Getting rid of the bigger black one. The big black shaft uh, is a little too average uh, size silver one. It's still, it's still too place. aggressive. Oh, it's too aggressive for, for my liking. First like I like a more mild silver shaft. Gabby likes it aggressive, right? I, I'm actually giving him that big black shaft. Oh. So I'm going to bring it to him as soon as possible. But yeah. So yeah. So I'm taking the Lunati Blackmagic Stage 3 cam out of the engine that's in there, which is a very aggressive cam. Um, and I'm putting in a Texas Speed uh, 220R more less less aggressive cam. That cam was in the engine originally? or Yeah. This, this, this engine was built in A. It was built for an NA, and it's very. It was had a very lopy cam, so it sounds like it's almost about to die. I want a more, you know, not so aggressive cam, so uh, a better sounding idle, smoother sounding idle, and just a better running engine, lower lower end torque, that type of thing. So, I was talking to an engine builder in in Broward County that does a lot of LS builds, Ooh. and he. This old man that I ran into, mm. he was going to build me an engine. I ended up finding this other engine for cheaper, but. So I just bought that. But um, he was telling me to go with this cam anyways. Um, he thinks this would be the best selection. And I'm like, okay, this guy's got this guy ports his own heads. He knows about the he knows about head flow, so let me go with this and and we'll see. But maybe you should have him put the motor together for you. It's already put together. I just gotta put the cam in there. But you gotta take the heads off. Yeah. But I want to put I want to put I want to put uh, multi layer uh, gaskets on so and then rich rich has helped me a lot along the way trying to help me select things for the engine as well and where to go for certain parts so he's been a help actually he connected me with a guy that's going to clean my injectors because I bought some. Uh, used um, uh, fuel injector clinic uh, 850 mm. cc injectors. Yeah, fuel injector clinics. Yeah, um, they're actually here local. I don't know if you're there in Hope Sound. Yeah, they're in Hope Sound. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they sent me the they sent me the original data sheets, which is really cool. Oh, so if you want, I didn't even ask him about that. So yes, all you gotta do is email. Well, would you, go ahead, finish because I did so, call them yes. and talk to them. Go so ahead. you can email them, and on your injectors is a is a little ID, and they'll send you the injector. And they etched data, in the, the original this, injector data. Right, and they also etch. It's just it's just a four digit number. Right, but they also etch in the um, the CC. Yes. Right. So yeah. I had I had it etched in there. I couldn't quite read it, so I wasn't sure what my injectors were. Oh, okay. I thought there were twelve uh, hundreds, yeah. but they're actually sixteen fifties. Oh my god! Yeah, well, mine's are eight fifties. So yeah, I'm going to do the same thing though. Yeah. You're, you're way overkilled. Anyways, low low fuel pressure, twenty psi. <laughs> you're gonna have to. No, I just don't need to pulse them as long. You're going to want to lower the fuel pressure. Yeah. No, I shouldn't have to. You, oh, well, anyways, they have Remember, they have, a, they have a calculator. On actually, on the uh, when the when you get your um, 
your chart from uh, Fuel Injector Clinic. Mm-hmm. It actually says what they're rated for 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 um, mine with eight injectors, eight eight fifties are rated for six hundred horsepower. So that's boosted, mm-hmm. six hundred horsepower. So you, yeah, you're that's on a V eight though. You have more cylinders, so you—it's going to be lower. Yeah, you're missing two cylinders, so displace that fuel. Fuel is fuel. Is fuel. Fuel is fuel. (laughs) I fuel you, man. (laughs) Fuel me. All right, so well, you're gonna have the no. So cleaning? I, so I have, so I'm, I'm sending it off to Rich's friend. He does injector cleaning and he does testing. So I'm gonna take his test and injector cleaning data and compare it to the original because I have the original data when these things were sent out to see if how much they diminished, if any, mm-hmm. um, and see if they're still good and worth using. Um, other than that, I, I need to. I'm I'm debating on whether just going with a full PDM for the car mm-hmm. and ripping out the wiring harness already. Well, you've been debating a lot. You must be a master at it. <laughs> I'm a master debating. Yeah. yeah. A master debating a lot debating. of things. Oh, boy. A lot with of all the shafts yeah. and everything. You yeah. Got, you know, a lot of yeah. shafts. Well, when I have that, all the, you know, the shafts going on, you got to oh. be, you got to be a whole good, lot of debating. You got to be a master at debating. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Paul, let me let me ask you uh, two questions in regards to your build because they uh, kind of tie in with one another. One is, do you have a power goal in mind? And so, hang on, yeah. And are you taking into consideration what tracks you want to go to when this when this is all is done? And if so, are you planning the engine build around the the tracks? Pretty no, much. at first I, I wanted like 400 horsepower when I first started this 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 avenue or going down this path, and then somehow I ended up at 600. Um, so it based on what Chris Jackson has because he has the same setup. He has an iron block um, 6.0. I'm an iron block 5.7. Um, everything is about the same. He's making about 670 to the wheel. It's a good amount. So, and I'm looking for something lower than that. So I'm looking for about 600, 550. So I think it should be achievable. He has a much more aggressive cam than I do. Um, so the cam should lower the horsepower and, and up the torque. It should be a torque monster. It should be like 500 pounds torque right off the right off the bat. So um, it's got a, the pulley. It also, Chris, well, Chris's Chris's supercharger is ported ported. So maybe he he could have a little bit more flow. So I'm thinking 550, 500 is going to be one of my area, but that's more horsepower than I would ever need. Um, so this is kind of like uh, I'm going to see if this is too much horsepower, which I'm thinking it's going to be. No, nah. and we'll see. But uh, I was like, I'm like, is it really that much? Because I drift maybe three times a year. Right. I don't care if I blow all my tires off. Right. Because I'm only going to drive three times a year. I like your thinking. And I'm like, I'm not driving like because because Gabriel's like, well, we can need a seat time. We're car. talking about Gabby Garbanzo. Yeah, Gabby Garbanzo. Okay. He's like, you need a seat time car. I'm like, no, I, I don't do seat time. I just want to go blow off some tires maybe twice or three times a year. Mm-hmm. And I want to blow. I really I never had the chance to actually like. I've always had underpowered cars. Yeah. So I'm just clutch kick. Maybe we could do some car shows because we got deliveries finally done. Yeah, I want to I want to oh, deliver. Yeah. I want to get the car like nice a little bit. So, you know, do three events a year. Do some not really competition. Just do like more show off the car mm-hmm. type drift events, and then you know just drive it around to to you know cars and coffee sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and then stuff did like you, that. Did you guys download the? Because that's only available to like the 22nd. Were you able to download? Yeah, I downloaded it. Did you? I didn't. I couldn't do it. Uh, I got okay. it. Okay. All right. 
Should we show it tonight? Um, no, no, no. You don't want to show it? No, no. I would like to show it with the I like car, a reveal. I would like to. Okay. Yeah. All right, oh, you, you do? Okay. Yeah. All right. But no, but you can. Well, because I was thinking I mean, you about. Can put, he, you can, you can it. put it on a set. I don't you care about that. But I just don't yeah. want to. Yeah. Gotcha. I really want to show it off on the car actually being. I agree. Done. So, Anyhow, so, go so ahead. that's that's an update with my car. Really, not much going on because I really need right now. I'm uh, it's my busiest time of year for my business, and um, also my daughter is out of school, so she's got nothing to do. So mm-hmm. every time I come home, she's always like, Daddy, ready. Daddy, Daddy. Daddy, every weekend, it's like she's you know, she needs something to do. So we're gonna be going on vacation a couple of weeks from now. So after that, I think I'll have she'll be back in school. I'll start getting more time to work on the car and, and hopefully finish the car before the end of the year. So that's what my goal is, trying to get it done before next year. So that way I can hit up most of the events next year. Yeah. That's I wanna, good. I want to get it up to spec tune to have him tune it because it's going to have the link ECU. So he does a lot of the link stuff. So I want to take it to him. So we'll see. Sounds good. Tim, what you been up to? I got the car started. Hey. So that's a big step in the right direction. Yeah. Um. I think last time we talked about, I had um, Brandon Pico de Gallo uh, racing. He did my harness, did an excellent job on the harness. Really yeah, good job. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, yeah. It's really, really top notch. So couldn't get it started and um, wasn't really sure what was going on. I was messing with all different settings. And here I am with the computer, right? Me on the computer trying to figure things out and just reading a lot of forums, a lot of research on the Mega Squirt. And um, one day, Brandon was like, hey, listen, if you want to come over, we'll try, we'll figure it out. We'll get it started. So he came over, and we tested a bunch of things, and I just kind of re-verified that um, a lot of things were wired correctly, and they were. And the settings seem like, for the most part, it should start. So we ended up taking the Mega Squirt apart because on the Mega Squirt, it's one of those DIY build kind of thing, do-it-yourself auto-tune um, sells these. And people can actually buy the Mega Squirt with everything totally apart with just the circuit boards and you can solder it all together yourself. Oh, cool. That being said, there's some setup internally that has to be done. Now, I thought I gave it, well, I did give it to a friend of mine that did the tune, but I, maybe he assumed I already did some of the setup in it. Anyhow, we, we opened it up. We verified all the jumpers were, were there's all these different jumpers that you, you set up inside the, on the board. So we verified the jumpers, but then there was these two like potentiometers and they had like, um, uh, like an adjustment screw on it. And Brandon, he did his research when he was doing my end, my uh, my harness. He was reading, he read through all the manuals and everything. So he's like, I remember seeing they have to turn something somewhere, or whatever. We have to. So we went there, and he, we looked at the directions, and it was like turn these like seven times anti clockwise. I thought it was kind of odd term, right? Yeah, they said it's counterclockwise. Anti clockwise. So I was like, okay, <laughs> is that counter the counterclockwise? Yeah, it's like counter the. Which way am I going? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, we turned it, uh, Brandon, because it, it said that you may hear a click. So Brandon kept turning him. He's like, oh, it's like infinite turns. Oh, great! You know? So we we turned them, and they were like, well, let's see what happens. Put it back together. Fire right up. Well, didn't fire right up. So the first couple times, it was like. Pow, bang, boom, you know, all kinds of loud pops and bangs coming out of the back. And um, then uh, there was something that I had. I think I had the, the uh, sequence to, to batch fire instead of sequential. So that that's why I think the problem. Plus, I had the timing. Um, I don't think I had the timing right. There was two different places we could set the timing. So we went to revert to the first one that I had originally had. Hmm. And then it fired up. Now, I sent you a video. Do you have the videos? Yeah, I do. Actually, actually. If, you, if you have, you can play, play the video. Um, 
play the audio too, so that way we can hear it. It kind of sounds like a cammed V8, so obviously not quite where it needs to be, though I've been able to do some research, and I, I'm pretty sure I had some other settings wrong, like with E85 or I'm on X85. You have to change. You don't run the Stoich of 14.7. Oh. You run you run it at 9.8. Anyways. Hang on. Let me just uh, There's set a couple this videos so people can see it. Hold on here. Right. So I made some setting changes, and I'm doing some rewiring. Yeah, and I'll try again. I'm leaking some coolant stuff here, but I'm not too worried about that. I'm more concerned that I have to totally pull the engine out, have it re-ringed, and but we got it to fire. Woo! Yep, me and Brandon, we did something. I'm not really sure. We turned some knobs and pushed some buttons, and we got the fire. Now we're just trying. It's running really rich at idle, so we're just trying to uh, figure out why. Couple pops and bangs came out. The back down here, popity pip 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 pop 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 bang, and then we got it to uh, finally start. Now, Brandon's trying to do something. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but you look like it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's fake yeah. It till you make that's it. right. That's right. I do know what I'm doing. Oh, you do know what you're doing. Yeah. You know how to fake it. I know how to fake it. So you want to try it again? Yeah, sort of. Okay. All right. L fuel. L starto. So smooth. <laughs> First like a kitten on crack. <laughs> Not as much smoke this as I was two, expecting. This is a two-cylinder. Yeah, it's only <laughs> long, but we got the start, and you're at you're still at like 11 finish. Yeah, you probably only were firing on a couple cylinders. Probably, and I, and I was supposed to have it on two squirts per cycle, and I had it on one squirt. Now you hear that ticking. I think I talk about where it's coming from. I think it's your bolt. Yeah, there's a bolt that's that I got the oversized um, power steering pulley, and that bolt right there. Look how close it is. It's so close. Why would they make it like that? Maybe it's not supposed to go with that. Uh, oh, there's off. only one. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Turn the fuel pump off, it gets better. Well, it starts to kind of smooth out. But anyhow, <laughs> got it started. Hey, and yeah. remember how it was getting stuck before? Right? What? Oh, yeah. yeah. How the engine was getting kind of locked up and it yeah. was kind of sound like it was thumping all the time. Yeah. Well, after it ran and the fuel pressure and, and everything, now it now it... It spins freely. Okay, you just push that lizard out of the way. I pushed that lizard in, you know, no more lizard. But, you know, there wasn't as much smoke as I thought. I was expecting to see clouds of smoke yeah. out the back. Yeah, nothing. And it wasn't. Interesting. So, anyhow, there are some settings I know I definitely had wrong. So, this weekend, I'm, well, probably not this weekend, because I got family coming in from Puerto Rico, and I'm going to Puerto Rico. Oh, but, hello. Yeah, yeah. So, that'll be fun. Um, so, probably when I get back, I'll try the new tune, because I, I pulled everything apart. To clean up the wiring and, and and move the mega squirt in a different position and just run the wire so it looks a little more cleaner and tidy up everything. And I'll put the dash plus. I'm getting rid of the um the uh the kill switch that yeah. was on the on the top there. And I'm getting a remote stinger makes a remote um a kill battery switch. kill switch relay. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that and um but once I get that all done, hopefully before I leave, when I come back, I'll try to fire it up again. 
and hopefully it'll it'll run a little smoother. I changed the spark plugs. I figure I probably fouled the spark plugs yeah. on the last run and um, run it a little longer, fix the water leak. And my goal is to, since the engine's running, it's not blowing a ton of smoke. I don't want to put it on the dyno with the way those the pistons look like that. So Chris does have, Jackson does have um, other uh, 1J pistons. So I'm going to get the car on the ground, maybe drive around the neighborhood, make sure that the car runs and is ready for the dyno, and then pull the engine, take it to Chris, have him re-ring it. We'll put um, ARP studs in, in uh, probably on, on in the block and on the heads, and uh, re-ring it, new pistons, put it back together, take it to the dyno, and you know all bets are off. I already t- I talked so I also talked to Bryce. Oh yeah, yeah Bryce. He's gonna do my um, my firewalls. So oh, okay. so once I get once I get the car. So it really depends on how I want to do this. I, I may wait on the engine to take a dyno. It may take the car to Bryce and have all that done. So what I basically when I pull that engine, have it rebuilt, I take it to the dyno. I'm gonna want to go right to an event after the dyno. Yeah. So my idea is to get the car running, let it idle, come up the temperature, drive it around, make sure the wheels don't fall off, um, maybe get it aligned or whatever. I'll be able to move it around and just you know get everything dialed in where I feel it's it's functional. And then the last thing I do, pull the engine out because having a re-ringed and the, the pistons changed that shouldn't take too long. Well, then again, it's Jackson, but it shouldn't take too long. <laughs> and um, get the car on the dyno and then. Head right to the to a, uh, the next event after that, so that's my goal. I'm just glad it started. You know, really like five years in the making, six years in the making. Did it take off some of the concerns you had with the engine? Yeah, it did actually. Like part of me now is like, well, it kind of cranks, it doesn't thump anymore. Just send it right. But the price of one J's right now are yeah. like through the roof. So if I if I really destroy that motor, I'm going to set myself back a good five grand just to get another one. Really? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's it's insane. insane. Wow. Yeah. So the idea is to, like I said, get it running, dial it in, idle it, make sure the cooling system keeps it cool, and do a lot of the other stuff, get it aligned, maybe get the firewall stuff done, so that way when I do pull the engine and take it to the dyno, I'll be ready for an event right after that. So I think that's what my goal is right now. So I think me and Paul will probably be done around the same time. Could be. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Should be. I won't have a cage, though. It's fine. We'll go to OSW. It's fine. <laughs> Are you guys expecting a tandem with one another? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. We got to get the cars wrapped together and everything. So, Paul, are you got a tandem with him after you tandem with uh, Gabriel? Because I know that was one of your goals. I want to crash into Gabriel. Yes, exactly. That's different. Yeah, I also wanted to crash into Noel, but I don't think I'll ever see him on track. So, but how? Well, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because doesn't is he working on his car? Could you talk to him? Does he work on? I heard, his car? I heard he's, I heard he's getting. Uh, you know, he um, Gabriel says he's he's upgrading his car. He's getting like the max jacks of uh, cars. He's like he's getting signed up with RTR and stuff like that as well. What? Yeah. Is he getting rid of the? He's, he's, the, he's getting he's a different replaced, car. He's replacing James Dean. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's getting an RTR <laughs> Mustang. <laughs> No, but is he is he working on his car at all? Uh, I I I don't know honestly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I'm gonna assume yes, but to what extent and to what speed? Have no idea. Oh. Anyhow, I, I could only wish him the holiest of noliest. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, anyways, as far as uh, we we've, we've slid together before, so I don't see why it wouldn't be anything out of norm. 
And if we have the cars wrapped together, it's going to be like one of those things that we're going to be sliding together most of the time. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I would hate for you guys to start damaging we your don't vehicles. Hit we don't. We don't, don't hit each other. other. Oh, okay. All no. right. I'm not. I'm not. No, we don't really like to destroy our cars. I'm not going to destroy my car. We're just out to have some fun. and You don't want to destroy your car, Paul? So, but I didn't destroy any cars. What cars did I destroy? People blow motors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, I did. That's where I was getting at. Uh, well, I don't think I'll blow this one. We'll find out. I mean, most people that get it go LS, they go through two or three before they get it right. So we'll see. <laughs> just yeah. saying. Just saying. Everybody says, LS, they're so reliable. And then it's like everybody, if they don't, if they go over 350 horsepower, hey, we've it's like s- they blow it. We've only seen one fail at LS Fest. We did still only see one fail. So far. But, but if you ask any of those guys how many LSs they've gone before they got to that point. Well, that's a different story. But it's, that, we don't want to say it's, it's the context. Okay, it's the context of the story. Right? Yeah, well, I don't, I yes, don't see these guys, Dallas Motors, are, they're so great. They don't blow, except for the five that each guy is one of these blue before they got it right. And now once they got it right, they don't blow. Well, owner neglect. Think about it. This is an individual that perhaps has never owned a LS-powered vehicle before, so they don't know the intricacies about it. I it's, it was- it's oil. So, so the LS engine is... Not a priority mains oiling system. Mm-hmm. The so the it doesn't have any main priorities. It has no main priorities. No, basically a lot of the engines they send the oil straight to the main bearings okay. first. The LS sends it to the main bearings last. The rod bearings last. In the mains. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> those are the last parts to get the oil. Interesting. Yeah, so it's that's 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 usually a lot of engines are priority mains. So every like all the main bearing services get oil right away but that's not the way the ls works so that's why if you dip in pressure and an oil on ls it's a really big issue and that's why everybody ends up with rod knock and all these and, and, and crank issues and that yeah it's, it's so it looks marriage. like paul's doing enough research to where he may not go through what everybody else is going through well i don't know I, I i'm not doing dry sump that's too crazy i mean that's not too crazy that would be the next logical step i'm going to start with what seems to work is a uh, AccuSump. So I'm doing AccuSump. I'm doing a rear sump, which is keeps the oil in the back mm-hmm. of the pan, which is supposed to help. So mm-hmm. rear sump, AccuSump, um, and I'm doing a high-pressure uh, oil pump. So all those three things, I'm hoping, negate any oiling issues. <laughs> but, it just reminds me of the RBs. Run yes. bearings. And their uh, oiling issues. Yep. That's why they yeah. call them RBs. Yeah, well, run bearings. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it could right. It could definitely blow. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to blow a rod. The rods are forged rods. I don't think I'm going to break the block because the block's an iron block. So it's not as long as it's tuned. You're going. Uh, I'm um, going E85 or X85. X85. Um. So there's. I mean, the boost is not very high. It's going to be 12 pounds of boost. So it's not like anything crazy. Yeah, um, and we should be about the same horsepower because I'm playing around 500 as well. So, so it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. Interesting, just to see the contrast between how both well, of you guys. Well, mine's only going to rev to six grand. Yeah, so. I'm shooting for eight. Eight's pretty high though. Huh. Well, I mean, red's stock red is seven five. But you're going to be in a lighter chassis though, right? Yeah, way lighter. Yeah, way lighter by a thousand pounds lighter. Is sure. it really? I'm sure after this thing. Well, I'm saying no, but I'm saying chassis versus chassis. 
I'm not talking about chassis versus chassis. I'm talking about mine versus yours. Well, yeah, mine's a much lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mine's pretty beefy. So plus yeah, I got plus my engine is going to be like 800 pounds. Yeah. Well, a lot of pounds. Jay Zs are pretty heavy too, though. No, not as heavy because I got a supercharger, a big freaking oh, gigantic okay, supercharger yeah. sitting on top. I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting. I, I know the I know the block and everything together is is about 500 pounds. So I'm putting another. I think that. We weighed it right. We put it on the scale for it's eighty pounds supercharger. Yeah. So supercharger alone is eighty pounds. Yeah. Supercharger is eighty pounds on top of five hundred pounds plus adding water into the engine, everything else that needs to go on top of the engine. I need to have oil coolers. I need to have a heat exchanger. I need to have, and I'm trying. I'm trying to run, trying to run AC in the car as well. Oh. So yeah, it's we'll see. Yeah, I got to figure that out because I want AC in there too. <laughs> Yeah, you could probably just do what uh, what's his name has, where um, he has the uh, refrigerated uh, cool suit. No, I want air cold air blowing on me. Yeah, that's what I was going to kind of do. I was going to have Bryce sep- separate my cabin completely, mm-hmm. like how you're doing, so I only have to cool the front end. That's why I want to do that. Yeah. But I'm like the, they've told this classic car, yeah, um, AC systems. AC systems, and I have plenty of room underneath the passenger side and of the dash, right so I was going to mount it underneath there. And then run vents, and then plus I have a vented helmet, so I'd run a vent all the way around, so I'd blow cool air into my helmet. And you just need to break the heat. You don't need to keep the car at sixty-five degrees inside, but yeah. you need to get, you know, try to get that heat out. Well, plus, you guys are known as the AC guys, so yeah, I figured it only makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 car should have AC. Yeah, well, a real race car should have AC. Yeah. Yes. So that, yeah, I was, that was another thing. So I'm going to have a advanced air systems. People are going to go for a ride along and and <laughs> yes. cool. Yeah, no, it's going to have yes. advanced air systems. Actually, plus. I found a guy over by Chris that does custom AC lines. So oh, really? Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay, yeah, because yeah, that's and what he I does need. them really good. I think um, uh, my friend Jose. Yeah. He had them done, and because ELS swapped his um, Colorado. Oh really? And he had the guy done. It was like he said he paid like three hundred fifty bucks. The guy did the lines. It's flexible lines. Yeah, like they look look like OEM flexible oh, lines, oh, all awesome. all bent, pre bent, and oh, everything. Okay, cool. It looks like stock. He did the lines and uh, vacuumed the system and charged the system for it for like three hundred fifty bucks. Oh wow! Hey, that's so that's he said right by Jackson. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah, no, no, because so. that's that's definitely the guy. Because yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, because for some reason the AC lines on the uh, G thirty five start on the passenger side, work its way all the way over to the driver's side, mm-hmm. and then come back over. And So I'm going to cut them right where they come out of the passenger side mm-hmm. and put leave, whole, enough, leave, leave enough. enough there. Or so leave that, the, there's a, should be a union there. There is a there's a quick connect. There's one of those. I don't know, have you ever seen those AC line connections and fuel line connections? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you need the little clip to push right, out. to yeah. push the spring. So there's, there's, yeah, there's those connections So leave right that there. connection there and just cut on the other side. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So... Um, Going to yeah, if that guy's the guy, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a get a universal condenser, mm-hmm. mount that in the front, yeah. mount my uh, heat exchanger, mount my oil cooler, get some and, serious fans up yeah, there, and then get some fans on that, and then put the radiator in the back. Hmm. So, hmm. I I just picture both of you guys doing product demos with your cars. <laughs> product demos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you could show off how uh, excellent the products that you have to offer in your line of work. Not only work on commercial sites, but also on mobile sites. Yeah, like your vehicle. Get, it's mobile. I just got to get my solar division to give me some kind of solar panel for the battery and for my mm. sunroof. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then you could show off how 
uh, certain products, uh, even though they could be applied in different uh, instances, can still work. I'll put a mini split on my on, <laughs> yes. my, on my car. I'll have the, the mini split like across the back. <laughs> yeah, I'll have put it right there across the back, yeah. and then have and I'll just mount the condenser on a trailer. <laughs> it's genius. It is actually in those mini splits, they don't pull much electricity. You can no. put just, you can you can do you just put a cassette. Oh, cassette, yeah. They <laughs> right make, it's right there. Yeah, right there. They have ceiling mounts ones. They have one-way cassettes, yeah, too. Yeah, It'd be a little bulky on top, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because you already have the cutout for the sunroof, yeah. and it could just go right on top. I think you're totally onto something. I mean, you just got to get it either custom fit or maybe just, uh, I don't know, kind of like plexiglass a certain amount or something, so that way it gets a nice tight fit. And you got to also make sure that... Um, the rest of the windows, so you don't want the air to escape, right? You want oh, to be. Oh no, I have windows. Yeah, definitely oh, okay. have windows. I plan on that. But like I said, I'm gonna have Bryce section, section off, off the, the back. section off the back. Put okay. a firewall there, and I only have to cool the front area. I'll make sure I seal the firewall up pretty well, and then I really just need to cool that area. And if I have vents blowing at me, and then have one blowing into my helmet, I have to keep my windows up, and and I'm not, you know, like I said, they have those classic car and. Um, air conditioning is that it's you don't have to um, run a compressor in the engine, so it's not going to affect my power at all. And I have I have a good enough alternator that I can handle it too. So have you considered like some sort of like heat extractor on top, so that way like as the air goes in, it shoots out from like the top? venturi style. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought about that, but no. no you know who what um, uh, Ben Hobson has is that. Little uh, little thing that like it just it's basically like a little flap, like a NASCAR flap. It's just like it goes like it's like you a ever straight seen NASCARs up. When they go sideways, they have these flaps that pop up on the. Roof. I don't know. It's it's mm-hmm. like this little flap that faces forward that just shoots air right in. Yeah, but if you you shooting Florida air in your face, it's <laughs> it's like you know it's not comfortable. I no. mean, it's it's great when you're in the lead. I can't <laughs> imagine it'd be great when you're yeah. chasing somebody. Well, that's another reason I like to ride with like windows up. So. It's yeah. because of smoke. That sucks. It's funny how like priorities ride. change the older you get. AC is a priority. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's only going to get worse if you think about it. With global warming? Uh, no, it's only, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's only going to get worse when you have like all these tracks to go to. Yeah. And you're having to, I mean, more often than not, it's not like you have a team no. to help you out. Yeah, to be exhausted after driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need need AC, and especially if I'm going to be, you know, representing my uh, company. You know, that's right. Exactly. I got to have cool. You could you could even put it in commercials. Got to be frigid in there for your company. I could come out like in a burka. (laughs) (laughs) You could be like (laughs) advanced AC in here. We can cool anything. (laughs) This race car was 104 degree. Damn goddamn thick (laughs) pipes. I mean, if you, you actually even play even smarter. You could have it so that the doors on your on your property on your uh, branch they open wide enough so that way you just drive right in and you never have to deal with, with any heat whatsoever. Uh, you go yeah. from cold to cold, yeah. so you don't have to take out your burka. At no, all. I just need a bubble. Like I need a bubble, bubble boy. No, we need to have like an air conditioned bubble. Hmm. Floating ah, a drone AC. An AC drone that drops cold air on you wherever you go. No, but if we got a generator and we got a tent that's big enough to fit both cars with the walls like he has, and we run a generator and we literally cool 
the tent when we get oh. off the track we just pull the cars in and drop in a cool insulated tent it like but we insulated. you just get like a 20 ton unit you know but you get one of those like bubble like inflatable uh like like enclosures no no the ones that are made for painting so it's like all oh, clear oh yeah so you, yeah because you can pull a whole car we should get that we should and, that, and, and we air condition it. it and air condition it and make it freaking freezing inside gentlemen i got an idea Ooh. what we can actually sell like time in the ac environment yes be like oh you want a ticket in do you want to sit in here well not oh, only that nice cold brew but <laughs> want a long drink that tastes like a- transmission fluid. <laughs> but we could we could potentially pivot away from not nece- not only necessarily talking about or focusing on the drift events, but talk coming up with AC solutions for the average driver at the track. Hmm. Think about it, because all of these guys you see them out there busting their butts, sweating, drenching sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure so, uh, to some extent you guys are like, oh. I could, you know, come up with a solution for them. But obviously, it's hard, man. It just requires so much energy to create uh, cool um, air. So it's just like it's gotta be a way. you need a compressor. You need a compressor. So you need a drive. Yeah. yeah so the, the thing about air conditioning, you need to remove the heat. Not just blowing cold air. Oh, of course. It doesn't, that doesn't, that's not enough. You need to remove the heat or convert the heat somewhere. into air conditioning just drawing air in and, and blowing cold air in there it's not going to work hmm you need a you need a compressor and the, the only way you can drive a compressor is with a big alternator or putting the compressor on the engine so it's the only way to do it um the only way so i don't know i don't know of any other way other than a gigantic vat of cold liquid nitrogen liquid nitrogen yeah, but how how expensive is that usually? Well, liquid nitrogen? Yeah. Well, it's expensive. Oh, is it? Yeah, and very hard to keep <laughs> because it only, go, it only goes bad mm-hmm. if you're transporting it. It starts to boil. But what's wrong with a, like a set of fans? A set of fans? You can't do fans. So pro- okay, so like in Arizona, the- Arizona, you could do a swamp cooler, right? What's that? Which swamp cooler means something that sprays water and blows water in a fan because the evaporation is is pulling heat away mm-hmm. so you could do that they swamp coolers work in a very dry environment but in humid florida it doesn't work that way cuz we're too humid we don't we it won't evaporate as fast so you won't get you, swamp, you just get you just get thunderstorms you inside just, your you just, car you just, <laughs> you just yeah. clouds and lightning yeah. and everything inside the vehicle oh yeah. but i think the bubble Cooled AC little hangout area. I think that's a cool idea for the track. I mm-hmm. think we're going to do that. I think I'm going to get like a 20 ton unit and bring it out and run it on a generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's the smallest kind of like, I guess a mini split, right? No, they, they, for this, what? No, car, they have car ACs. I mean, think about it. RVs have AC. Yeah. Okay. And, and the classic cars, the cars that weren't made with air conditioning, they have, they have, Classic car. So that, that, so that's another thing I could even do. If I didn't want to have a compressor and a refrigerant, I could always just get dry ice and water and circulate water through the coil and do a chilled water well, do system. Well, that system it used to have. I don't know where it is. But no, I could do a chilled water system because I get the fan coil, and then instead of running a refrigerant, oh, yeah, you could, yeah, I could do a chilled yeah, water would, system. It just wouldn't last very long. Well, no, but if you get dry ice in there and you're not opening up, it's not. It's only cooling the water. It's not mixing. Do you know what I'm saying? You, you, would, you, would, eat through the wall. you would eat through it too fast. You think so? Yeah. You know, I, I just think it's an oh. important topic. 
to I mean, bring up I have and talk an NDA, about. I have an NDA, but if, oh, but then, no, could, don't, don't, don't. I could really like, yeah, no. I, there, there's this one technology I'm working with right now that it's. Uh, I can't, oh man. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, that's it. Just leave it like that. It's, it could be it, it, it could be a coating for cars that would, would would cool them down. So I have heard of of a new paint that's been released. My wife shared it with me, and it's supposed to reflect, I think, eighty or ninety percent of the heat. And they're talking about using this on roofs and houses because it's going to drop the heat load on the home. Mm. So that, but then again, I don't want to paint my car that color. I want to wrap it. Is it that bad? Well, it's a paint, so you'd have to. You couldn't put a wrap on the vehicle. You know, the whole idea is that the paint reflects heat. It's a reflective reflects heat. Yeah. So you'd have to paint the whole vehicle. In there's order paints. To, there's paints that absorb. It's cool. so white. There's paints, but no. There's, this is really crazy. There's paints that absorb the night sky and actually cool. What? Yeah. You're blowing my mind right now. I know. There's paints nowadays that can absorb the night sky, not the day sky, but the night sky. And cool, get huh. colder. Hmm. Look, I just think that this is a very important topic. I understand that we've kind of like delved into it a little bit longer than expected, but mm. I can't help but just kind of focus on it because we always one of the things we Tim and I usually highlight and 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 go over on several occasions is to stay hydrated because of the temperatures on well, the I mean, track. We've seen people, right? Like Josh Love had that, uh, or um, who was it, uh, Mike? Magic Ma- Mike. Magic Mike. Magic Mike had the problem. Mike Pollard. Mike Pollard, yeah. He had the heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Love had the heat exhaustion, right? Or, or was it um, Joseph, Joseph Love? Love? Joseph, Joseph Love. Love. Joseph, Joseph Love, yeah. Uh, one of them. Um, had the heat exhaustion at Clutch Kickers. So, I mean, the heat is real. It's Florida. Um, and, you know, hey, those cars are insane. I don't know how those guys do it, man. I, don't know. I, I, you know, I think the chill water system might be the best way for me to go out first. Only reason why I'm saying is because I don't have to power a compressor as far as energy, and I don't have to have a condenser coil. You're gonna I can run. I just so basically I have to run a test. I have a cooler. I already have a, a cool suit cooler that I've got a long time ago. So I basically need to see what kind of formula between salt, ice, and dry ice that I can come come up with where I can well, use. Ice would melt too fast. Yeah, but the ice, if you salt it, it, it lasts longer. It gets colder. Yeah, but it's still not gonna. It's gonna. You're gonna. You're the heat load in that car is way too high. Right, no, but the heat load, as long as the cooler is well insulated, it should keep that heat load out. You're absorbing it with the evaporator, so you're pushing all the heat into the into the. Okay, into but if it's going in, if I can, if I can have it at 32 degree water, and I mean, I'm just saying, it only needs to last. Because it's a closed loop system. The water is a closed loop system. The water would just be the water basically goes through a condenser that's in the cooler. It's not you know, work. It's so negative. <laughs> so negative. Well, okay. Think it, about it like this. It will work, but will it last a full day? That's no. the question. No. Oh, yes, it will work. It just won't last more than an hour. But uh. okay. But here's to Tim's benefit, though. It doesn't necessarily need to last an hour. Just for as long as your session dry goes. Ice is no, expensive. No, no. Have you purchased dry ice? It needs to last 24 hours. Yeah, there's no Because way. I need to be able to purchase it in the morning or the day before. Okay. And then, there's no way. And then, and then put it in the cooler, and it has to last a full event. So it would have to last 24 hours to, well, make, it, to make it like not a pain in the butt. Okay. Where I'm running out. You know, I'm already loading up tires and loading up everything and getting to the track and loading the car. That cooler, 
it's modular, so I don't have to keep the car, the cooler in the car all the time. So as long as the cooler, I can take it in and out quickly. I take the cooler out. I get the the night before, get some dry ice or ice or whatever it is, load it okay. up, and I'd have to do a test. Yeah, dry ice can only absorb um, 250, uh, 246 BTUs per pound. Okay. So that's 246 BTUs an hour. Okay, well, how much... It's, it's how many you would need, like, your car probably is... Yeah, but dry ice, it, but, but you don't, I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. Well, I know what you're talking about. That's the, what I'm saying. The dry ice only has a certain amount of BTUs. I know, but it's you're not blowing you're not put, blowing the fan across the dry ice. No, you know what I'm saying? Know, the water's not mixing you. with the dry ice. I, <laughs> it just Trust can, me, I've already thought about this. What I'm saying is if dry ice can last in a container for 24 hours... Look... You want to cool the space, right? You need to be able to cool it. It can only produce 246 BTUs. If you're trying to cool it, you need to overcome the heat load. If the heat load is 12,000 BTUs, right? Typical I, I, AC, I, typical car ACs are around 6,000 BTUs. Okay. So if it's 6,000 BTUs, you're going to need a lot more dry I, I have ice. To, well, I'd have to, I'd have to run tests because I don't think, I think, I think. I'm not saying what he's saying is we're going to need 23 pounds of dry ice no, for an hour. No, that, that can't. No, so an hour. Yeah. No, no. I'm yeah, not. I'm to not to cool it. Uh, to handle the heat. No load. way. There's no way. For one hour. I'm telling you, this is going off on a tangent, though. No, but listen. No, no, but I'm going to do a test. I'm going to get just one block of dry ice, and I'll research some. Well, I know where to get cheap dry ice. So if you really want to do it, I know where to get cheap dry ice. No, it has to be. I, okay, it has to be a real world scenario. I got to go to Publix and get it because that's what I'm going to be doing. I got to be able to go they, to the grocery store and get it because if I drive to Georgia, I'm not buying dry ice from this guy around well, here. Okay, but and look, drive it at least buy it cheap. And how much is? I'm just. I'm not talking about. I can get it for five dollars a pound. You're going to buy it for $20 a pound. All right, whatever. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm changing my mind now. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, yeah. so I get get a pound of dry ice, and I'll look up some concoctions or whatever, and I'll run it out. I'll just put it outside. Once, but I got to get the... Um, I got to get the... Because the evaporator, I can... The chill water evaporator, I can use it for refrigerant. Just use a mini split. Just use that. Why would I use that? That's not what I'm going to be using. I would. It's for a vehicle application, sir. I want to. I want it to yeah, be. Yeah, I want it to be yeah. accurate. I want it to be accurate. To okay. Well, then all you need is a, a water pump, right? Yep. A, a, a coil. A, a coil of copper. A coil of copper. A, uh, uh, a one of the styrofoam container really is what you. Could well, use. no. I, I would use my cool suit. My cool suit cooler that I have already, because that's what I'm going to be using, and I'll just set the sucker outside and see how and see how long the dry ice lasts running it. No, it's not because outside it's not cooling anything. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to cool it. We're not talking about reaching set point. We're just talking about breaking the heat load inside of the cabin. I'm telling you, I'm not talking about bringing it down to sixty degrees inside the cabin. I'm talking about it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're better off with the compressor and doing a phase change. Mm. That would be better. That's the reason phase change exists. They don't reinvent the wheel. There's a reason that we don't have a bunch of dry ice. Well, there's chill water around. systems. Yeah, they use compressors. They don't use dry ice. 
Well, but the idea is compressors. Chilled water. Anyways, we can do chilled water in your car. We still do chilled water. We can put a cooling tower in your freaking truck. Oh my god, <laughs> my truck! Yeah, in my truck. Your truck. I got in a truck, truck now. No, focus. <laughs> the, the the race car. The race anyway, car. Anyway, so we'll see. I'll, I'll 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 see what you know. I'll see what I got to do. See what it I'm thinking work. is. Look, this is why this is a good. Another reason why it's a good topic. I feel like some of these drivers, some of these competitors, the cooling is an after afterthought. They spent so much time and money on building the car for competition that maybe they didn't think or that consider how much well, a cool. Yeah, how hot know. is it gonna get? And or maybe they feel like, oh, I'll just deal with it, and then they put themselves in a situation where it's like, oh, I can't. Yeah, I don't know how they do it in this cars in a race suit. Like, how do you? I don't know how this guy's. Well, Nick Ward said he got, he took temperatures 120 degrees inside his car. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's I'm not about ra- that life. No, no, I I agree. So I think with your expertise, you could be doing a great service to all the drivers out Mine there. Mine will be compressor driven by the engine. <laughs> and but I don't want to see. I want to remove any type of power drain or anything on the engine. I don't want it to be powered off the engine. So he, he's going to go his route. I'm going to go my route, and we'll see what happens. I'll be cold, and you'll be hot. Spending well, twenty dollars yeah, isolated, yeah, but the inside I, you're just a little different. But I get what he's trying to get at is that it doesn't necessarily need to be sixty degrees. At least it's if he could get it down to like eighty. I will be in my burka. Yeah, but think it, about it. it. If he could get it down top. to like eighty <laughs> instead of one hundred and twenty, yeah. If I can have eighty degrees inside here with air blowing on me, I'm good. If it's ninety eight degrees outside, or you know, normally one hundred and twenty and something in everybody else's car, I'm good with that. I'll I'll survive. You will survive. Why don't you just put? Why don't you shove dry ice in your underwear? That don't work too. Look <laughs> 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 <Whatever. laughs> yeah. like a dry ice suit. Uh, you just put cubes of dry my ice. My flesh, it's burning. Yeah, that may that may work too. Um, no, we were talking about other stuff, but then we we kind of went off on a how to cool our race car tangent. Yeah. I can say it's important. It's very uh, important. It's important but the older you get, your priorities change. Yeah, even if <laughs> I think God Taylor Ray said it, it's like it's like the older you get, the lot the less you want a lot of exhaust, <laughs> less you want to ride around in a janky car. It's just yeah, like, like I, I pipe I pipe my my wastegate. I'm not open dump. I put that wastegate right back into the exhaust because <laughs> I don't like the way it sounds. Mm. I want all the sound out the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. So, so what what else has changed in your priorities compared to what you've put together in a car before? Like, obviously, you mentioned just another one where it, maybe before on your car build, you wanted it to be the loudest, the gnarliest. And now you're like, oh, it's too loud. I need to like silence this. A, a well, bit. I'm not going to silence it. I just want the sound to come out the back. Like before. Yeah, I, I don't want to like Gabriel. That thing is insane. Let's not go there. That is that's that's even no. with the supercharger? I should quite Oh my god. It's worse. It's insane. You haven't heard that thing. No, I haven't. It's like when he like he brought it to work one time. <laughs> and like Why? the guys the guys were like, Oh, it's not that loud and he was just like it was just idling and just cruising around. I'm like, watch. Mm-hmm. He let Gabriel go down the road and then hit it. 
like down the road. He's like, whoa, you know, it's making some noise, but it's not like anything. When he guns it, it's like, it's enough to make Helen Keller yeah, cringe. It's, it's like, <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember, do you remember, um, uh, Alex's, uh, Corolla? Alex, Alex, you mean with, with the, VQ? the VQ? Yes. Remember how ear piercing that. that thing was? I don't remember. It's louder than that. It's worse than that. It is way worse than there that. Was a, there was um, an S13 hatch, a black one that would often go to the skip pad. It was a long time ago. And we just hated this car because of how annoyingly, disgustingly loud it was. <laughs> and it was nowhere near positive nowhere near tolerable it was just absolutely just just blow your eardrums out ridiculous like yeah. you did you almost wanted to just kick them out of the track it wasn't even like a lovely sound right like if no. it was a loud rotary well we like how rotary sound right they're yeah. loud and you're like ah, oh, it's loud my my ears are bleeding but you i kind of like it you I kind of like expect it, it. So I'm, but it's almost like you know i i could take that pain because i like the way it sounds but not these but not this no, no it was just bad Something about the rasp of that VQ that makes it just it, it just it, it actually hurts the ear. It actually like you can he like stabs your eardrums. But it's you know like what the daggers. thing is is when it's muffled and it, it they don't they actually sound pretty good. Mm. I think a VQ with a muffler, I think they sound pretty good. Um it sound has bad. aggressive they don't sound bad. It's once you take those those cats out and and then muffler out, it's like all bets are off. Yeah, it's like, like my mind didn't sound bad. You let the elephants out. Yeah, elephants you look let the demons out. I mean, that thing yeah. is just ridiculous. Yeah, no, he, his car's crazy, but no, um, no. You just when you get older, you want you want something more, a little more civilized. I think. Um, what about uh, ride height? I think ride height is uh, definitely not as low as I used to be. Mm -hmm. The E30 was definitely lower. Tim, I'm probably planning on being low. I like the way it looks. So, now daily driving, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> never yeah, again. Yeah, never yeah. again. Yeah, no. You know, never again. Like I got my truck and I just it's comfortable. Yeah, I don't have to worry about you it. You just run months, over so. stuff. It <laughs> who cares? It's a cat, it was a dog, was it it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's gone. It's done. You ran it over, you barely felt it. Yeah. No. You hit a pothole, you're like, ooh, that kind of sucked. But you know, you mm. keep going. You know, pulling into a parking lot and like, oh, can I make it? Do I go over an angle? No, um, those days are done. Mm -mm. Uh okay, how about this? Are the days of, and this back in the day, this would happen often, and I'm sure it still happens to a lot of uh, people out there, where your race car is your daily driver and vice no, versa. No, that's never going to happen again. Yeah, I will never. say some of my fondest memories were these road trips that I used to take, we used to take and stuff. Those were some of my fondest memories. And I still love the way the cars look. I prefer a, a slam car over a, you know, I think one of the things I like least about is a lot of the drift cars when, when they're when they're drifting around a track, it's one thing. But when I see them, like, I'm like, oh, they're so jacked up, and they're like this high off the ground. There's like this much. There's more wheel gap than there was from factory. It's I'm just like, no, not no, I can't do it. I won't do that. But daily driving is a different story. So I guess it depends. You know which car looks deceivingly low is Andy S Haley's car. Andy Haley's car looks like it's dragging ass. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. not. Uh, it's, he's it's a it's the side skirts. It's and, the and, it's uh, a the kid. The kid yeah. does it, but, but his wheel gap is he's got a pretty decent wheel gap. Mm. But I like his way his car look. Like I was actually watching his car. Like part of me wants to go with the E forty six style 
that body kit on the 46 style front end, but I think I'm just going to keep pushing through and I'm going to do the E92 front end. So I think at the end, once it's done, it's going to be the better looking. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be the better looking. Uh, and it car. flows well with the back of the car. Yeah. You don't really, it doesn't It's just really... the fenders I have to figure out. That's all. Yeah. So what else is different? The hood, the fenders, and the, and the front. No, bump. no, no. no. Uh, I'm talking about um, now that you wouldn't do that. I mean, okay. So air conditioning is more priority. Um, on the race car, I'm still gonna go low. Probably, I was never really that low with my E30 to begin with. So probably, I'm like, I'm like low. I'm like in between. Like I'm in the middle. Um, maybe the sound. You know, putting all the exhaust out the back. I don't know if much has changed though, really for me because like. What about a sound system? Yeah, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put a stereo in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought about that. Because I, one of the things before is uh, is because it's a race car, you wanted to strip it down to the bare metal and not have okay, any so, amenities. Yeah, that's that's one thing is like you're yeah, not you're not, so, you're not so concerned about weight. Like when you're when you're younger, when you're driving your first like drift car, you're like strip it all out, like like. The, yeah. Like the uh, 240 convertible. Yeah, just like, cut it all out. Cut, cut it, it out. out. All yeah. out. Get it all out. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, that's definitely. That's not no. really. Definitely would like to have some sort of. Like I'm not there. taking my windshield out. I'm, I'm running. Taking, yeah, I'm running a factory windshield. <laughs> I'm running my factory windshield. Okay. I'm running. I probably run my factory doors uh, side glass. The only thing I may get rid of is the the back glass because I'm going to use that for sucking in for the radiator. And then the side glass for the back doors. I'm going to yeah. get rid of those. But. I'm going to do a Lexan door because I don't have any glass already yeah. to begin with. So I'm just going to go Lexan on the side doors. But the windshield, I'm going to get a, an OEM glass windshield. Definitely. Yeah. Can't what? compare. No. It's like seeing through. It's like not even having anything there. Having an OEM windshield compared to an Lexan windshield is just. Plus, they sell like they sell defrosters that you can you can install on, on the OEM glass. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I put them in before a long time ago. When I didn't have a defroster, it's like it's like a really thin wire, and you kind of you kind of put it across a couple times, and it's like like the rear window defroster, but you can put it on the front windshield, and you hit the button, and it'll defrost it. And it's so thin, you can't see you can't see it. So mm. on those days, and I'll probably just do it on my side. Just the days when you when it when your yeah. window fogs up, it fogs up. Yeah. yeah. But that if we have if we can cool the inside of the cars, that won't be an issue. No. Yeah. Talking about so, windshields, you uh-oh. just reminded me. What about spray nozzles for the wind for the windshield? To oh, clean yeah, them? definitely to clean them. them. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't them. have. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna install a pump for that. No. I'm and I, I'm only gonna have one windshield wiper on this car. Oh, okay. Just because like I cut all the other stuff out. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. I know. Why oh, did I, you? I know. I know why. Because a lot of my wiring runs in that in that pocket. Okay. So I use that that pocket area where the where the arms were to run some of the wiring. So I, I, I removed that section of it, but I really only need one for my side anyways. I'll do it like uh, you know, old school uh touring car style. Just a one big one windshield wiper, you know, set and just Yep. A lot of Rainex. A lot of Rainex. <laughs> I don't like driving in the rain anyways, so like I'm really not gonna drive in the rain. So I don't really know if I, I I'm really worried about windshield wipers. Uh, I think about it. Yeah, I'll drive in a light rain, but in a heavy rain, I'll I'm not going to drive in a heavy rain. It's no yeah. point. So, we are, so that's another priority, right? Before it was like raining. I don't care. I'm going to drive it. Yeah, so no if it's driving. like, eh, it's kind of rain a little too much. <laughs> eh, I'll wait till it stops. 
You really? Know? I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah no. I figured you would have probably taken uh, advantage no, of the free not, horsepower not, upgrade. No, it's not it fun. Anymore. I don't think driving a Durant is fun. No, it's, you don't think it's so. Annoying. No, no. I like I like roasting tires. I like trying to go fast and I don't I don't like I don't Yeah, the private day that as soon as it rained, like all the fun really came out of the, the, the private day when we were there. It's like once once the rain came, it's just like I can't I, It got I can't. boring. Like even yeah, a watch it's, like, it's boring. It's like it's like uh waiting for the car to kind of speed up or you like you're full gas or just trying to get it to go and it's like sliding this way. It's just like it, you have no grip and, and you know, the cars are Cars have way more power now, so it's not like like it used to be where you needed the the water to <laughs> slide your car. Now, yeah, now that's a good point. Now it's like a lot of the cars have more power than you ever needed. That's another question. When's the last time you've seen a car with like 120 horsepower had an event? A Miata. A Miata. How yeah. recently? Not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. <clears throat> I saw one. Um, PBIR, uh, PBIR used to get a lot of Miatas. Yeah, that's true. That's but the only thing, but that's not so as often light. as it used to be. You go to OSW, you don't see that too often. You'll see you like you don't see 240s. I'm talking about like like that low like 90 to 120 horsepower, right? That single cam KA. That's just no, you don't see that. No, you don't. Just you, you know, see the, 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 Z, the Zs thing. alone come up with 200 something horsepower stock. Right, the Z has plenty of horsepower to to slide perfectly. You don't need, any. and if you get an HR, you're just like that's that's honest to God. There's not much more you need than an HR three fifty Z if it's gutted. You really don't need much more than that. You could be, have, you can drift with anybody with that car, pretty much. I mean, you're not going to be hyper competitive, but you can literally slide with anybody. Well, we've seen that with yeah. Alec Honadale at uh, Clutch Kickers. Yeah. Oh, I forgot and about that. Ryan right. Acevedo. Right, yeah, right. You can literally slide with anybody with that car. As long as it's stripped out, 350Z. I wonder how a convertible would be. But actually, what's his name drives a convertible? Um, Luke Fink. He drives a he drives a convertible 350. I was just thinking of how 370 would be. Um, or the new 400Z with the twin turbo. That's probably like, that probably, if, you, if it's really as reliable as the 350 was, that is probably the best car. I don't know if you want to put reliable and uh, a Z Nissan? in the same sentence, but N- Nissan or I don't know, man. Those three fifty Zs, like you can't, like I, I unfortunately What's blew what? mine, but the the HRs are, are hardly you know. reliable. HR, no, not <laughs> no, <laughs> no, heavily reliable. Hey, yeah, no, they are. They are. Those HRs are. They you are. can't they are. kill them. They are. No, those HR. Yeah, the HR motors are just like yeah, those are the next level. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll take your word on it for that. I, w- I would say like I, I wouldn't even like if you just want to drive. Just, there's no reason not to get that car, to just get a 370Z with with uh, with the newer motor and just drive that thing. Just leave that. Just leave the muffler on it. Yeah, just please. Yeah. Yeah. Do the world a favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, but drive that car because it, it's perfect. Get an angle kit for it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, def- leave the air conditioning. Leave yes. the air conditioning. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy 60 degree air in your. In your cabin. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, folks, I uh, want to thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Take care and good night.